2: Welcome to episode six of Full House Rewind, also known as Daddy's Home. I'm your host, Dave Coulier. Marla Sokoloff is our guest on the show today, and she's going to be joining us shortly. Well, episode six opens in the living room. Stephanie is wearing her tutu, getting ready for her ballet recital. Jesse's girlfriend, Adriana, shows up unannounced. Danny gets called in to work at the TV station and has to miss Stephanie's recital. Well, Joey decides he wants to make some changes in his life. He wants to have more danger and adventure like Jesse. DJ Stephanie, Michelle, and Joey, wearing his new adventurous wardrobe, including a leather biker outfit, do a fashion show in the living room. Then Michelle calls Jesse and Joey Dada. Well, Danny feels like he's working too much and not spending enough time with his girls. So he decides that they're going to have Daddy-Daughter Day. Then Jesse teaches Joey how to ride a motorcycle. Meanwhile, Danny continues day two of Daddy-Daughter Day. Joey takes off on Jesse's motorcycle, and when he returns, Joey tells Jesse that he met a girl down the street and fell asleep on her couch. Danny has a heart-to-heart with DJ. She tells Danny that it's hard being brave for my little sister all the time. Well, Danny tucks Michelle into bed, and just as he's walking out of her room, she calls him Dada. We'd like to hear what you think about episode six, so uh, send us an email at fullhouserewind at podco.us. And with that, let's get on with the show.
1: You've got messages.
2: Oh, time to check our messages.
1: David, it's me, the big boss here at Full House Rewind. Look, I'm just checking in to see how the show is going. Ah, uh, big boss? Yes, what
2: is it, Henry?
1: Ah, uh, big boss, I got Taylor Swift on the line.
2: All right, Dave, I gotta grab that. We're looking for big numbers, big numbers,
1: okay? Call me any day between 10 and about 10.03 a.m. I've always got time for you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.
2: I can't believe the big boss called me. I love that. And you know what? You're going to love our special guest on the show today. I first met Marla Sokoloff on Full House. She played the character Gia Mahan for eight episodes. And Gia was a bit of a bad girl. She would also come back as Gia for 11 episodes on Fuller House. Marla is a wonderful actress with a great sense of comedy. She's been on Party of Five, The Practice with my buddy and hockey pal David E. Kelly, and Grey's Anatomy, to name just a few. She's also a writer, producer, and a director. Please welcome to Full House Rewind, Marla Sokoloff. Hi. It is hi. <laughs> it is, we have known each other for so long. Isn't it crazy? And you How look many years so great. You think? Thank you so much. My goodness. The first thing that that she said to me was hi how are you and I'm like good 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 and I said how are you and she said well I popped out another human <laughs> since the last time I saw you you look fantastic thank you very much how are those your daughters I I follow you on Instagram they are so cute my thank you goodness sakes I've known them since they were little teeny weenies. I know
0: I know and, and
2: just... what age are they now
0: uh so we have 11 we have eight and one.
2: Oh my gosh, yeah. is it going by fast
0: it does go by, I mean, you know, it's like, yeah. everybody says that to you too, which is slightly annoying when you want it to go by fast, you know, like in that <laughs> right. phase where you're like, no, it actually, yeah. you know, I'm in a very tricky space right now. Um, but then, yeah, it just breezes by and it, then it gets That's
2: sad. A big span, 11 to yeah. 1. Yeah, like, yeah. Holy mm-hmm. moly. And three girls. All
0: girls. Is yeah. Alex
2: like, is he? It-
0: you know what, I think like, there was like a little point where we found out we were having a third where he was like, it's the son I didn't know I was going to have, you know, and then... <laughs> No, we had another girl.
2: Here's the story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But he's such a good
0: girl, Dad. And I I was really happy that she actually was a girl because I just don't know boys at all. That's not my life. You know, we're just stuck in Disney princesses and Taylor (laughs) Swift and all of that stuff.
2: Oh, but what a riot, though. I mean, it's just um, my son was so much fun, you know. How old is he now? He's thirty-two, oh. married, living in San uh, Sacramento. Oh, he flies okay. out of Oakland. He's a pilot for FedEx. Oh, you know that's he, amazing. Uh, yeah, he's my kid because he plays hockey a few days a week and he flies airplanes. Nice. Right, so yeah. he uh, is definitely. My kid, I, I mm-hmm. just saw him for uh, for my Mel's fortieth right. birthday, mm-hmm. and uh, he came in with his wife Alex, and oh. we had a great time with with the other Mel Samuels, other, with, yep, um, who worked with us on on Fuller House. So best,
0: best it just SMS.
2: isn't it amazing our lives just keep intertwining with all of these people with we, my Mel, with Mel Samuels, yep. with you, mm-hmm. with all of our Full House. I know people. I always
0: get updates about you guys from Mel. Yeah, and I talk to your Mel too.
2: Yeah. We have uh, a little. Well, she loves you. Yeah, she, she's she, the best. Yeah, yeah. You got I a got, good one there. I got lucky. Yeah, I got I got really lucky. Um, so you got your three girls. My yeah. goodness sakes. Um, now what age were you when you when you started acting?
0: Oh gosh, how old was I? I mean, I don't remember a time where I wasn't you know entertaining my family and annoying yeah. everybody like singing and doing plays at home. Um, but I professionally started acting. I mean, Full House was my first, you know, real job. I did uh, like a commercial before that. Right. So I think I was like
2: 11 or 12. So same age as your daughter. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Now, is, is it, um, to think of where you were at 11 on Full House and to think of your daughter, does that just blow your mind? It's like- blowing
0: my mind right now because I've never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, she really is that age. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, when we were doing Fuller House, she came to a few tapings because she was very into the show. Um, and at that time she was doing the whole, like, I want to do this too. Right. And it scared me, you know, I did not want her to get, and now she's kind of gotten off of that. I think. Yeah. Um,
2: You don't think any, I mean,
0: one of them's going to, you know, they'll have the one out of three. There's no way we're escaping this completely. Um, I will do my very best to sway
2: that. Oh man. And then you get to be a stage mom. Oh yeah. I'd
0: be the worst stage mom possible.
2: (laughs) And I remember we had one kid who, uh, was on, was on full house and, uh, I remember his his mom was, I think, one of the Rockettes. Oh. And I remember he was doing, like, a dance number on Full House, and she was up in the stands, like, mimicking the exact. So you knew that she uh, She choreographed his entire dance thing for Full House. Yes. But – Yeah. But – you know what we were lucky because we had great stage moms janice sweeten was yeah, great yeah barbara cameron was great yeah. sherry barber i mean yeah um Jarney olson dave mm-hmm. olson they were they were all so great mm-hmm. um so let's see your and my you're, mom
0: also was just i'm sure you don't you couldn't even pick her out of a lineup if you saw her because she never was on set she just used to sit in my I trailer ever,
2: i don't think i ever met your mom
0: yeah i mean you definitely probably saw her maybe at a taping but she was not a stage mom either maybe that was a requirement to being on the show like you couldn't have any stage moms because she just that she hated that really yeah and so I. so she
2: but she had to take you to your right stuff, so she would just right? i mean
0: i remember anytime i would go in my trailer she was in there just like reading a book or you know doing whatever in no there no interest right Yeah.
2: No. just no interest no that's like my family yeah my dad my dad would be like uh I'd you know, I'd call him, I'd say, "Dad, did you see Full house?" Yeah, what night's it on again <laughs> Like, Dad, My dad was a Feel like, guy. it's not that hard to find. Yeah, it's yeah like it was like Friday night. He goes, show. Yeah, I saw that. Pretty good. Pretty good. Are you doing more?" And I was like, "Oh Dad, boy, oh boy. Um, I don't think I've ever had a chance to tell you this. I've always thought you have wonderful comedic timing. Oh, thank you. Where do you think that comes from? Because you just you, it, that's hard to teach. You either yeah. have comedic timing or you don't. And to be thrown into a sitcom and just have that at 11 years old, yeah. where does that come from?
0: I have no idea. And I agree with you. I mean, doing a dramatic scene is so much easier, even now for me, than doing anything comedic. I, I it still intimidates me a lot. Um,
2: really? Oh, yeah. That I am so surprised to hear you say that because yeah. you do it with just such... Reckless abandon, and I feel like
0: you haven't watched an old Full House episode that I'm on in a while because the (laughs) acting is shocking.
2: (laughs) Well, I never, I never, I never watched Full House. Okay, so that's probably why you think I'm so funny. Never, no, I just I have a pretty good memory still. It's still firing, and the synapses are going. (laughs) But um, you, you know, I I just remembered that you always had great. Great comedic. Timing. Well, that role was just, like
0: so perfect for me because she was so biting and you know just always being set up by somebody to yeah. come in and do something you know deplorable or irritating. And so I feel like you know that's inherently in me.
2: Gio was a racy character. Yeah. Didn't you smoke or something on one show? Yeah. Like you smoked on a show. I totally smoked. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Herbal cigarettes. Like <laughs> they were delicious. <laughs> Do your kids watch you? Yeah. They do. Yeah, they, well, do they watch Full House? They wa- they, wa- they started with Fuller House, and then I I was like, guys, you need to watch the original. That one's yeah. like, you know, you got to start from scratch. Right. Um, and so, yeah, then they got into that one.
2: And what do you tell them when they see Gia? Don't they, act like that. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Especially with the smoking stuff. They're horrified. You know, they're like, <laughs> mom, you were smoking.
2: That is just, uh, yeah, because like, what do you say to your kids? My son was like... Uh, he used to call it Daddy's Show, because mm-hmm. uh, he was a little guy when we started. He was like two, three, four years old. Wow. So I used to take him to the set, and he would hang out. And um, I remember uh, Mike Binder was here yeah. on a previous episode, and he told this story where uh, we were sitting around watching an episode of Full House, and he looked in the middle of the episode, Mike was over, and he said, where's Luke? He thought, I've been with all these people and in our home movies and videos and stuff with Mary-Kate and Ashley yeah. and John and Bob Candace Jody yeah uh, you know and he just thought why am I not in the video <laughs> so so it was like trying to explain that to right. your kids you know yeah
0: there's definitely a but gray you're area not, there.
2: you're but as much as you work and you direct and you do all this wonderful stuff you're so busy it's it's like all you guys I I feel like a proud uncle. I really <laughs> do like to see you flourish like that and have such a wonderful wonderful career. Um how do you you know how do you manage family, working on career with three kids especially? That's good. that it, keeps you running.
0: Yeah, it sure does. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's really hard to do both of them well at the same time if that makes yeah. sense. Like I'm yeah. either super focused on being a mom like this summer um i'm like i'm leaning into being a mom and then when i'm away shooting i just set it up where i have a lot of amazing people helping me while i'm not able to be there you know so um I don't have the answer to that. I wish I did, but yeah, they're both really time consuming.
2: And I, and I met you, I've met your husband, Alex, who's yeah. a great guy. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, he's just real. He seems like a real salt of the earth. Just he is good, such a good guy. Good guy you yeah. Know? So I mean, but that has to help. I mean, oh, you know, yeah, especially because, you know, I mean, I,
0: I feel like with what we do, it, you have to have a supportive person who encourages you to keep going because I think it's very easy for us to be like, I'm done. I'm quitting. This is too hard. You know, So you have to have a person who's like your biggest fan and he's always been that. So, um, and he supports me leaving, which is hard when you're, you know, spouse.
2: Well, having that, having that support and the challenges of just raising three kids. Yeah. I mean, you guys are moving, you know, constantly like moving around. I know what that's like. It's like like. the
0: most complicated jigsaw puzzle. (laughs) Yeah. I had
2: one. You have three, which I cannot imagine, especially with the, with the age, you know, you know, Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Wow. That's yeah. such a. That's you know. Like... COVID
0: did funny things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like you were sick. <laughs> Sounds like you were. Uh, you
1: were. Uh, we're oh. just
2: living it up. Yeah. Yeah. No that's kidding.
1: Buenos dias, world from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint and I'm Rick Schwartz.
2: When I was directing Fuller House, mm-hmm. you uh got a hold of me mm-hmm. and you said, "Dave, can I come and shadow you and i was um I was very taken aback oh, by that okay. i was very first of all, I was very flattered uh-huh. um and then you came and you you know you spent time on the set yeah. and and you watched what we were doing there i i I was so flattered but I, what I want to know is, did you learn anything? <laughs> because you, I was thinking, I'm a new director.
0: Right. Oh, 100% you, I did. I mean, I I certainly still wouldn't even know, you know, I, it's not that I wouldn't know. I would be very intimidated by a multicam directorial setting. You know, it's just mm-hmm. such a different world than single yeah. cam for me. So yeah, it was great to see you work. And But I think the what drew me to you um, was that you are an, are an actor. And the way directors that have, been actors talk to actors, I mm-hmm. think is so special. It's such a special relationship, you know. And yeah. I love actors so much. And yeah. I think that's why I love directing, because I can still, you know, tap into that part of being an actor that I really love and sure. have these conversations that only actors can have with each right, other, you know? Right. We get weird together and it's so fun to, you know, talk about these things. <laughs> so that's what drew me to wanting to shadow you because I hadn't ever shadowed a director that was
2: also an actor. Mm-hmm. See, I was lucky because my my best friend, Mark Sandrowski, uh, we've known each other. I don't I'm not sure if Mark's ever directed you in anything, uh-huh. but Mark, uh Mark and I go back to third grade. We met each oh, other wow. when we were eight years old. And then, you know, he directed all twelve seasons of Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. And so it's just it's it's incredible to have somebody, you know, uh you know, I got to watch him be, you know, broke like me, you know, struggling yeah. and go on to become this you know, this director, Yeah, was that in your sights for a long time? Like if I ever get the chance, I would really love to direct.
0: It wasn't. I never really thought too much about it. No, I was really like just hyper-focused on acting. And then I started writing and I wanted i made a short that i really wanted to find the right director for and i started mm-hmm. meeting with directors and i just right. nobody was not, i hate to say like they didn't have the
2: vision or right there's right. kids
0: in it and if two of the directors were like you got to lose the kids it's going to make the day so long i'm like it's literally <laughs> about hours. a preschool no <laughs>
2: kids though no kids you got to get rid of the dog the kids get them out of here yeah.
0: <laughs> just to make life easy which because it was so low budget you know right. and yes that made sense but i wasn't willing to do that do that and so I just decided to direct it myself. And that really surprised me how much Mm -hmm. I loved it. And I just wanted to keep going.
2: Right. Have you directed any comedy stuff?
0: Um, I haven't done like, well, I did a movie called Rosé All Day, which was a Mm -hmm. comedy about some friends, like seven friends. Um, But I haven't done like a straight up you know, situational comedy yet, Yeah, which I'm yeah. very excited to do.
2: Yeah. I think you'd be great at it. Yeah. What about like multicam? Would you ever dive into that? Yeah. I mean, Cause well, first you of all know the, that process as an actress really well.
0: And it's like such a great schedule, you know, mm-hmm. with three children, that's like the best of yeah. both worlds. Yeah. Um, I would love to, I would yeah. love to, but it's harder than you think to get your foot in the door there.
2: Yeah. Th- things have changed. Yeah. The, the world is a different place trying to, you know, um, but it is what it is, you yeah. know. The business is constantly evolving, and I guess you. I just I mean, it's have so to, different
0: than when we were, you know, on Full House. Like the the way it is now, yeah, it's completely changed.
2: You know what was the same though was that the process hadn't changed. Oh, that's a good point. You know that we were back on stage twenty four yeah. at Warner Brothers, which mm-hmm. was freaky in itself. So the, freaky, the coincidence of that actually. How happening, did that? Do you
0: know how that happened? It was.
2: A freak coincidence. It Seriously. wasn't like they said, oh, we have to put you guys back on stage 24. It was okay. like, wow, we're back on 24. This is. That's wild. I
0: always thought that that was just part of, you know, the specialness of the show that Jeff wanted to have.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was crazy being back there and all the memories and everything. So that weird. just kind of, kind of flooded back. I was also um, on
0: Friends, which filmed on that stage. Right. So I was... That I was had, the good
2: luck stage. Yeah. 24 was like, ooh, you're going to syndication. Yeah. I'm, I'm What's 24. there now? I don't know. We got to find out. I don't know. I'll have to take a drive by there, yeah. say hi to the guard, and very... go, remember me? Yeah, He's yeah. like, no, sir, oh, you cannot come it. on this lot. Get out of here. <laughs> Your get show has been canceled. Turn around. <laughs> so I, I think you'd be a great sitcom uh, yeah. director, actually. Um, you know. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I would love to. No. Well, Are you offering
0: you know, me a sitcom right now? Well,
2: I don't have a sitcom you don't you No, know, okay. I well, one doing and this. I'll direct it I'm, I'm
0: doing, I'm doing <laughs> we can split the episodes <laughs>
2: okay. we could definitely do that um but it's it's um a wonderful schedule. It really is. It's like having a nine to five job in show business It's
0: like nine to three job
2: yeah some days I mean,
0: well what so for the director, I guess you stay after sort of
2: you're late you know you're there when i was directing and when i do direct i try to get there first so that if the grips have a question hey dave can you you know what about this like how big do you want the christmas wreath and you're like okay okay great you know and i try to get there with the crew people so that if they have a question i can talk to them about it and then you know after notes and talking with the network you know in our case it was netflix and uh, warner brothers you're getting notes so you're there with producers and you're talking about how you're going to coordinate that with the actors you know the next day so they incorporate all those network and studio notes and then you know the writers go back in the writer's room and they make those changes was that
0: hard for you to have changes as a director instead of getting the changes as an actor
2: it it wasn't okay it, it wasn't and i don't know if that's just a a little weird twerk in my brain or not yeah. but i'm so used to producers saying you know let's go back to that bit you guys were doing right. in rehearsal on monday we're gonna yeah. try that again you yeah. know because you know how it is it's when you're there it is so compressed it is such a vacuum but it's a vacuum that is going a thousand miles per hour yeah and there's all these people standing around waiting for you to hit your line and, you know, make it funny. Mm-hmm. And, and so with that in mind, you know, I, I think I'd been through that process so many times that right. it didn't really phase me. It's like, there's going to be tons of changes. There's going to be, yeah, but we got to keep the ball rolling. You know, I love working with the actors. Yeah. And I love, um, Making stuff funny. Right. You know, getting the story right, you know, because you got to hit those story beats. Right. You have to tell the story for the for the writers and producers. Sure. But making those little gems, you know, those little moments where, hey, wait, wait a second, take the macaroni and flip it like that. Yeah. You know, and it becomes a laugh. You right. Know? That's that's the part that really, you know, hits my heart where Absolutely. I'm like, oh, man, getting an actor to be funny. Yeah. Um, Andrea Barber was wonderful to work with. So funny. She was so physically funny. Yeah, she was almost like like the female Joey character. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly on, on Full House, mm-hmm. and she was so wonderful because she just has this quirky comedic timing. Yeah, and she just gets the funny part right away.
0: Yeah, and she has no like she's fearless,
2: reckless, abandoned. Yeah, she just goes for the joke, yep. and it was so such a pleasure to to direct her. Yeah, first episode I did was uh, called the nutcracker okay and i had to choreograph this big thing where kimmy goes and she does this dance and everything and there's a scene where she has to die and uh i said to her i said if you watch the three stooges she goes not really and i go okay here's what curly would do when he would fake he would die he would kick his legs like that uh, and i got down on the ground and i showed her and she goes oh like this and she started kicking her <laughs> legs i said that's perfect that's just what curly would do so yeah, there's those moments that you just take those little gems yeah. when you give an act or something, and you're like, oh, when man. it works, yeah, and when yeah. it doesn't,
0: then you're like, don't ever listen to me again.
2: <laughs> What's your whole when when you're directing something? Um, but you've written and directed mm-hmm. some some of your projects, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. What's your take us through your process because it, it's always different for everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, well, this last one that I wrote and directed, I wrote, um, it was an idea of a girlfriend of mine, and, Haley, and what, and what was it? Um, it was called sweet on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and she came to me with this idea and Haley, Haley oh, okay. Duff, came right. to me with an idea okay. and I thought, Oh, this is such a great idea. We could totally, you know, make yeah. this happen. And, um, then I wound up getting pregnant and I was clearly not doing any on camera work. So I said, you mind if I take a stab at writing that idea of yours? And she was like, no, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wrote it and then we sold it. And, you know, then it took like another year to actually yeah. make it, as yeah. you know, these sure. things take forever. Yeah. Um. And then we finally got to make it. And my process as a director is, you know, it's my favorite part of being a director is just the infancy stage and yeah. being there for every little decision and like locations and crew and, um, you know, every everything goes by the director. But the part that I love the most about it is you're doing this collaborative thing with people who are better at their jobs than you are, you know, yeah. like... Like you were saying, a grip. It's like, I'm not going to tell anybody, you know, what to do. We're going to do it together in certain yeah. instances. Cause like, I, I don't think I'm a better like cinematographer, you know, it's just a collaboration that I, it's so beautiful to watch. And then when it comes to the actors, I feel the same way. I really like let them do their own thing. And then if there's adjustments that need to be made or they have questions, then mm-hmm. we kind of build on that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much
2: so when you're writing, like some, some writers will sit and they're like, I'm going to wake up at five, I'm going to write oh, for four yeah. hours, right. or are you a writer that just says, you know, when the inspiration hits me and I've got some time, I'm going to jot some stuff down?
0: Yes, and that's actually kind of not great because sometimes people <laughs> are like, oh, you know, send me some scripts, like give me some more ideas of yours or let me hear some of your pitches. And I don't just generally have stuff laying around. It's like it has to be something that really comes to me and that I believe in that I could write or that would be funny or dramatic, whatever it is. I can't just... It has to be something that's, like, within, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, But as far as my writing, I always feel like, you know... At around 130, that's when I hit my stride. Like in the middle of the, the day. In the morning?
2: No. <laughs> I was say, yeah, the kids are asleep. No, it's one30 i thirty. I'm gonna tiptoe out to the kitchen. <laughs>
0: something yeah. happens to me in the afternoon or it's like one thirty two, and I'm like, okay, now I'm really you know, from like ten to one thirty, I'm just like, hmm, what should I do?
2: <laughs> it takes me a little bit to get into it. Um, how's Alex doing? Your husband's Alec. into music. Um, Al- Alec, uh, um, mm. Uh, I was thinking of my son. Everybody calls him Alex. My, well, my son's wife is named Alex. So mm. I've said a million Alexes lately. It's very confusing. Um, Alec Baldwin. He's, just think uh, that. he's in the music business. He is. He's a composer yeah. for uh, film what, and television. Right. Yeah. What's he, what's he been working on?
0: See, what is he working on right now? He's always, I don't know. Your kids.
2: That's what he's working yeah, exactly. on. Yeah,
0: exactly. No. Um. He's just finished a movie actually with Harvey Keitel that he composed. Um. So that's an exciting one. But um, I'm not actually sure what his current project is. I should probably talk to him about that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, in between passing, passing, passing kids. Um, what do you like better, the TV process or the movie process? As um, an as an, as an actor, yeah. Um, as an actor,
0: I love television because I'm a creature yeah. of habit. You know, yeah. I like going to the same place. I like working with the same people. Um, I just think there's a you know camaraderie that's really hard to get in a short period of time um so yeah i love i love tv
2: have you got a favorite show that you worked on
0: that i worked on yeah D- is this like you yeah, don't have, have to, to say <laughs> you don't have to say
2: full house no 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 i
0: mean that was like i think the thing i'm the most known for you know yeah. um is it I-
2: really you think so
0: oh 100 no
2: percent. whenever
0: somebody comes up to me like in an airport and they're like did you go to high school with my brother david <laughs> i'm like i didn't and they just cannot figure out how they
2: know me i'm like did you right. watch full house and they're like
0: that's what it is
2: it's, do they know the character name sometimes like, they, uh, yeah come up and say gia
0: sometimes yeah isn't that
2: crazy yeah mm-hmm. that's because you're still young me they go uh, are you jeff daniels <laughs> you know that's they not never... a bad
0: person to be confused by, i just though, you i know? just saw
2: jeff uh he came to to mel's uh birthday oh party. so he's a friend he's a friend yeah oh, we're great. both michigan guys okay we've both been getting mistaken for each other for years really yeah that's yeah. so funny yeah so, uh, I, you know, he said, if one more person comes up to me and does that, cut it out. Right, paint. and he's like, I'm I don't even know what you're doing. Yeah, I said, Well, how do you think I feel when people go, Are you dumb or dumber? <laughs> you know, he's a great guy, great guy. He and his wife Kathleen, they they've become friends, and that's uh, great. We're Michiganders.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Any, um, w- what do you watch when you, if you're gonna watch something, what are you binging these days? Are you? So listen, I have two
0: television mindsets i have the one where i'm like let's watch succession and get super into it and i'm mm -hmm. obsessed with it and like you know it's the best thing ever and then there's other times where i get in bed and i'm like my brain needs the real housewives of orange county (laughs) you know i need i don't try to give me a plot i just want people yelling at each other about god knows what mindless Um, mm -hmm.
2: mindless entertainment yeah Yeah.
0: certain days it just requires that
2: i used to watch shows and i i find myself not really watching them really okay and and you know my wife, Melissa thinks I'm cheating. Like if she, like right now, she's off with her siblings. They're hiking in Utah. Wow. And if I go home tomorrow and she's gone and I'm like, I watched a episode of the silo. Uh, she's like, you're kidding me. You watched it without me. It's like oh, I cheated on her. Right. Yeah. Like if you're watching a show, no, if
0: you guys are in it together, you probably shouldn't watch it without her.
2: D- yeah. That but but sometimes right. I'm just like, ah, you yeah. know, is she gonna do I tell her? Yeah, just you watch know, it again with her just and be like, "Oh, what do you think is going to happen?" That's the trick. Just watch it <laughs> yeah. again. Just yeah. watch it exactly. again with her. <laughs> Succession. That was a good show. Oh, it was so good. It we're watching the silo, which is I've never actually weird. even heard of that one. It's it's weird. People live in a gigantic silo. What
0: are they doing in there?
2: They're, I we're trying to figure it out. Yeah, because they go outside and they have to clean and then they die. And can they leave it? They uh, the silo? well, they they're it's called going out to clean. And once they if you say, I wanna go outside and clean, these like weird police say, Oh, you that's that's in the pact. You you're no, gonna this go shows outside out and to, that's not for me. It's dark, it's weird, yeah. It's, you know, it's not dark like handmaids. Tail, right that's that gives me the creeps
0: i had i mean the, i love it lost me at a certain point yeah it just got a little too dark
2: i love it but man it just gives me the chills yeah. up and down my spine which is um, well, that's i'm what i'm sure it's the supposed producers to are, yeah producers i'm sure are, yeah exactly yeah, yeah but binging is is something that um we didn't have back in when we were doing the no, show I say you this had to, to my wait. children
0: all the time like you don't know that feeling of like racing home From a soccer game to make sure you're at home in time for TJF or like Wonder Years or whatever and you're gonna miss it and just bolting home to get there.
2: And the commercials (laughs) You've become good friends with a lot of the full house people. Yeah. Isn't that isn't that great? I mean, you guys are all so amazing. Well, I I you know, well, that's nice of you to say, (laughs) but but there are some incredible people. Yeah. And and I don't think there's too many shows that are like that.
0: I mean, it's and it's also especially being a guest star. It's and it's a really you know precarious place to be. Even if it's a show you've been on, you're a guest, and um, you guys never made me feel like that, which I've told you before. Because you just. You- yeah, you guys include me in stuff. Which you guys is so are, nice
2: because you just became family, you know. Right, but that's really rare when it, you. But you were a nice normally... kid. You yeah. were a nice kid, and you know, because um, we had some kids that weren't nice. Right, so they did and not get invited. They to They didn't get invited to the parties, dinners. and yep. usually mm-hmm. they didn't come back to the show. Right, like that kid is a demon. <laughs>
0: yeah, get him out of here.
2: <laughs> we did have some kids like that where we were really? just like, yeah. Oh, we had, we had actors and actresses. Meltdown, and you're uh, talking little kids. Like, what are no, these are these are adults Adult too? Actors. Adult actors. What are too. they melting down about? Just you know, sometimes they would be because we're so used to the set right. and we're so used to you know we get our lines like that because we're used to our character and they hand right. us a script and go, "Oh, okay, I got this scene." You know, yeah. because you're just so programmed. At, you're in at that a zone. Certain point, and like you said, you know, you come into that environment and I have to, you know, you go to a show and you're a guest star, there's a whole operating system in place there. And you've got to somehow kind of put yourself in the middle of that and succeed.
0: Which is really hard to do. And as long as the cast is, inviting and yeah i mean i've been on shows before i would never i'll tell you when we're not here but like where i couldn't wait for the episodes to be over Full House
2: rewind after hours coming up
0: <laughs> yeah you could get me to say it too because i have the biggest mouth but um yeah where i couldn't wait for the episodes to be over because nobody would ever talk to me and i just yeah. felt so ugh, strange being yeah. there and not unwanted but just like i was in the way you know you're like oh sorry <laughs> moving and yeah Yeah. i just
2: we never had that no never never we never had that but i remember some a couple of actresses um you know you'd work with them during the day Mm -hmm. and then they'd get to the run-through and they would be and i felt so bad for them they'd be visibly right shaking because it's a lot of pressure you know you know those run-throughs
0: are stressful though
2: they are because um they're they're watching they're not there really to laugh right and but once in a while you'd get a couple of writers or producers Always who were good laughers because yeah, exactly. they wanted to hear their jokes, yeah. you know, and you had to, you had to give those writers a shot at their jokes. Of even course. if you knew this isn't a funny joke, I'm still going to yeah. give it to you. Yeah. So you had to kind of be the sacrificial lamb sometimes. <laughs> totally. Say that joke, even though you know, it's going to tank. Yep. And, and it can be an intimidating process because you know, the first time you got your work through with just the writers and producers, the right. first day. Right. But then you rehearse for another day and you got your run through mm-hmm. and that's network, network and studio people. And they, they don't laugh. No, they're just standing they're there. A and literal then you see them do audience. this. You see them do this. They go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what are they, What what is she writing all the time? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like only on my line. Yeah, she, exactly. She's writing, you know, but it is, it is a, uh, a little macro environment. And, yeah. um,
0: and it, then you get to the live taping and it's such a different environment because everybody really wants to be there in the audience. Yeah. So they want to laugh. They're ready to yeah. laugh.
2: So and and we had that live audience, which I loved. And I think it's probably because I'm a stand-up. And right. I, I just love that live yes. audience feel because you could really milk a joke. You and know you could, what they want. You could just stand there. You don't get that the whole rehearsal process all week. Yeah. You're not getting that where you can just look and go, hmm You know, that camera's right here. Yeah. And you just do this and you're like, and they're dying, And they're dying, dying. because they're watching yeah. up on the monitors and yeah. the audience, you know, that's the greatest feeling in the world.
0: I remember when I did my first episode of Fuller house, um, they hid me from the audience cause they didn't want anybody to know that I was. Right? And that was really exciting to see their reaction. Oh man. Or to hear I hear their reaction. I,
2: I think I was there during yeah. that episode and man, they went crazy. Yeah. I think people uh, that were in those audiences for Fuller house, there was such a, I don't know if it was a nostalgic feeling or it was just um, we're all going back home again kind of thing. All of that, yeah. But w- we would walk out on that stage and they would go sometimes for maybe 30 seconds, which is a long time yeah. of just screaming and applauding. And you'd have to, of course, hold, yeah, hold, hold, hold. And you're just waiting for them to stop so yeah. that you can say your line, yeah. you know. I found that to be really remarkable. Yeah. You did too, huh? It's
0: It was, I mean, there's nothing like it. Yeah. It's so, and sometimes you want to mess up just to have that like funny moment, you know, but I also hate <laughs> messing up. Get on the up. gag reel? <laughs> I never was on a gag reel. You were never on the gag no, reel? No, I was so annoyed with myself. Because
2: you always knew your lines. I'm just lines. perfect, I know. You just always I, knew your lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of those things. See, I was always changing my lines. Right. So after a take, you know, especially in front of that live audience, right. I'd get a laugh that I got, didn't get all week. I'd run over to the producers there, you know, at Video Village and they're all sitting there and 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 you know, they'd always pull the head Yeah. what? And I go, <laughs> Let me can I try that again because what I want to do? And they'd go, All right, okay, we're gonna try it again for Dave. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But that's the that's the beauty of doing a live show. Like Yeah, that, it's like the instant know?
0: gratification. Well, and you also know what's working and what's not working, you know. Absolutely. You don't have to get into the editing room to see this isn't working
2: exactly which for movies i would think that would be tough i've done a couple of movies Mm -hmm. and i've never enjoyed that process as much really okay yeah because i have the joke in my head and i have the laugh in my head and if i don't hear it it doesn't confirm yeah you know and i think that's from maybe it's from doing stand up where you're just used to you're just used to it you know but yeah but stand up you know you're talking to the fourth wall i don't know how you do stand up
0: that is so terrifying to me when i really oh my gosh
2: like, I, you know, I, um, never, uh, uh, I'm very shy. Normally I'm, I'm very shy. I kind of keep to myself. Um, I'm only nervous until I get to the microphone. Yeah. You know, it can be 5,000 people and I'm, I'm nervous and it's, and it's not so much nerves. It's more adrenaline. Like mm-hmm. just get me to the mic and then yeah. I get to the mic and it's just like, oh, oh, really? Oh, I'm home. Oh. And then for that next hour and a half, it's just kind of like, Wow. you're in my living room and we're just going to have a good time, you know, but I've heard that from a lot of actors. Like you're, you're on national TV. You're, you're known everywhere. And to, to get to a mic though.
0: um, I wouldn't even know like where to begin. I I wouldn't, I mean, yeah, I think I'm more like if I am funny ever, it's just like off the cuff. And like I said before, like I need you to set it up for me. And then I'm like, I see my end.
2: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Because when I was first, trying to be an actor i was only i was like 19 or 20 i had moved out here i'd done a lot of stand-up already and then the real tough test for me was um people would go oh i saw your set at the comedy store that's why we brought you in on this this audition and then they'd hand you a script and go now can you make this funny yeah and i had a real challenge that's so different um making somebody else's words funny yeah. within the context of what they've written and staying within their story mm-hmm. i really struggled with that yeah and um i had a great i finally said i've got to get an acting i've got to go to a class and yeah I, I was uh in gordon hunt gordon hunt's acting class helen hunt's uh father oh right yeah and gordon uh had directed me at hanna-barbera doing cartoons for oh, like cool. scooby-doo and stuff yeah. so so he's like, Dave, you're always so funny off mic, you know, when we're recording you, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I said, I think I need to take your class because once they hand me this, I'm like, uh, I don't know those beats. I don't know that story.
0: I think there's also, you know, comedy is so much about being relaxed, you know, and yeah. just having just like how you were saying, you grab the mic and then you're just feeling like you're at home. Yeah. If a actor is tense at all and there's not that loose yeah. And that's why you're so funny, because you and, have
2: that. Well, thank you. But there's a rhythm too. Yeah. You know, and a, and a script has a rhythm. Yep. You know, stuff that you know that. You yeah. know, you write things and there's a there's a certain rhythm that you have that, you know, there's a certain story arc, and you know certain things are going to happen throughout your story. Yeah. With with comedy, there's that da 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 boom. Yep. da 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 boom Yeah. You know, and stand-up is a lot like that. But you know, what do you, when you're working with your actors in a movie, um, have you ever worked with someone who's really nervous? Have you ever? Like, um, Sure. Like someone who's yes. not quite in the moment. How do you yep. corral them? It's hard, you know, especially
0: no. in a movie that's um, cast really quickly and you don't have a lot of time to have any rehearsal or right. you know the actor. Right. Um, you have like a quick phone call with them and then you're on set with them. Yeah. I think that's really hard. I don't think that that can be even directed half the time, you know, it's really more for like a post-production standpoint on how you fix it. When what I've learned, um, you could try and get them as close as, you know, but you know, that, that really comes from experience, just being comfortable in front of a camera. Oh Yeah. You know, some actors, like you were saying that run through, it's like you're suddenly like a deer in headlights. You're like, what happened to you?
2: I, uh, I learned a lot from Stamos really yeah okay yeah, because um i hadn't really acted in a lot of things i'd done a couple little movies and i guest starred on new heart and family ties but they were tiny little things right. you know. so then being thrust into full house where yeah. holy cow you know uh there's entire shows you yeah. know, carry you know you're the central character they're writing a. so stamos um was already so technical with his acting he knew yeah. exactly where those cameras were because he He'd been on General Hospital. Yep. He'd done a series with Jack Klugman. He did another series for, I think, CBS called Dreams. So he knew what he was doing. And I'm just walking around, you know, just, yeah. to, hey, how's it going? you like, man. the is like, just going to follow me. He, <laughs> right. And he would just kind of pull me back. He'd, like, pull my shirt oh, back really? in scenes, you know, because he was trying to clear me. From his camera
0: right he's like get out of my
2: camera. yeah and he, get out of my and, shot bro and we would and we would be you know doing our camera blocking and he would just go would you stop upstaging me <laughs> i didn't and i'm like upstaging i don't even i didn't even say a joke he goes no 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 your like, eye line is upstaging right. me yeah i had no idea what that was
0: but also it's like someone could have told you that if somebody you know knew that you were new to
2: this right how but, did you
0: get uh introduced to jeff like how did you land joey
2: um i just went in the role of joey they they auditioned every comedian oh okay so they knew they wanted they auditioned in new york they auditioned in la and uh, jeff told the story here i came in and he said you were just joey you were just exactly like you know it's like woody harrelson walking into a character named woody on cheers you know yeah but he just said you walked in you did your audition and he just said that that's it and then tom miller stopped me and he said wait a second i'd like you to read for the father and jeff was just like steam was coming out of jeff's ears he's really? like the guy just nailed it it's him i want to make him an offer right and so i said oh okay all right and they gave me the sides i came in five minutes later i read for the role of i think it was still called danny tanner at that time i don't know if it had been changed yet uh but i read for that and they said oh thank you and i thought i just blew it right. they didn't like what i did just so they said, "Well, out. maybe he can read for the father right and I walked out of there, going, "That's it. I'm done. I'm you know, here's another show. I'll just go off to another audition." Then I went home, and and I got a message from my manager Brad Gray, and he said, "Hey Dave, you got this uh, Full House pilot." Oh wow! And uh, that was it. And then that that was uh, Jeff was good friends with my friend Gary Shandling. Uh huh. And so Jeff was working on the It's Gary Shandling show. Okay. And so those two knew each other, and I think Gary told jeff that i was funny oh because i wrote with gary a lot amazing Um, so gary and i would punch up his tonight show sets and uh you know we were just friends from the stand-up world wow so that's that's the connection that's so uh, great with jeff that was history um so other than uh than being a super busy mom with three beautiful little girls what's what's coming up for you what um
0: uh, so i have a couple other projects that i'm going to be directing Coming. can you tell us about them it's a movie called destiny's end um and I wish I could tell you who's in it, because it's gonna be so great, but I I'm just so superstitious that that's all if I say it out loud, it's all gonna go away. But <laughs> um and then another movie called Pony Up that I wrote with my writing partner. Um actually I didn't write it. My bad, Katie, don't kill me. Katie Keen, who's an amazing writer, she wrote um Rose All Day, we came up with this idea together. Um, and I'm gonna direct that one. And it's basically like a um female city slickers. Wow. Um, on a dude ranch. So
2: have you ever had to, um, ever had to fire an actor? Cause that happens in our business all the time. I, I've been fired. Have you? Yeah. Wow. Sure. Nope. Didn't like that. Um,
0: uh, I haven't. Knock on wood. I don't, I'm so bad at that. That's where I'm not a great director.
2: What, at what? Like someone's not right for the. Have you had anybody that you've directed or one of your projects that you went, oh man.
0: Oh, for sure. Really? Definitely. But it's always at that point, you know, you got to just get through it. Yeah. Um, but, I would, I am like, you know, if I have like a problem with like a babysitter or something, like I make Alec go talk to her, like, I'm not good at that kind of confrontation. I nev- I definitely need to like put my big girl <laughs> panties on a little bit more in that authoritative <laughs> position as a director. Yeah. Um, cause that's, I, I would say that's like my Achilles heel a little bit.
2: Cause everything funnels through the director, yeah. you know, in movies and television, yeah. you know, you're answering everybody's question. And if you don't have an answer, you're kind of, everything stops. I actually got very good advice um,
0: from my um, first AD that I worked with as an actor. And then I brought him with me on a couple of movies, Xavier Puslowski, who I love. He said to me on my very first feature, I was so nervous. You know, We were in Utah and it was like, I mean, imposter syndrome doesn't even cover what I was going through. I was like, (laughs) why am I, what am I doing here? Um, And he said, if somebody comes up to you and they say, do you want the blue couch or the green couch? Just don't think, pick one. And then if you want right. to change your mind l- later, you could do that. But you, there's nothing worse than an indecisive director. So, oh, yeah. you know, just don't be like, I don't know, what do you think?
2: <laughs> yeah, and it I've, was great advice. Yeah, I've worked with some first-time directors or directors who hadn't been thrust into the sitcom world. And sitcom, because you've got five days. Right. And, you know, some are four days. Mm-hmm. I think for Fuller House, I think we were four. I think so, yeah. Uh, that's pretty that's like a pressure cooker and if you're not up to speed um you know knowing everything that's going on you it kind of rolls right past you and i've seen a couple of directors where you know the uh the ad had to kind of pick up the slack you don't want to be that director yeah, yeah yeah and um you know it it happens but it's a I always think of a sitcom as you're kind of conducting an orchestra. Yeah. You know, because you've got set directors, you directors, you got, you know, writers, producers, you've got, you know, your actors, you've got props, you've got, you know, all this stuff that's happening, the yeah. audio guys, you know, up, up in the, the gangway rafter, up there. Yeah. Yeah, um so you're kind of directing, you know, everything There's a lot of and, movie it, parts. and it and it has to kind of come together yeah. on show night. Yeah. You know, and you got to kind of be able to conduct all those people because. Uh, and
0: there's a what's the position actually called on a sitcom where there is a is it camera director?
2: You're gonna stump me. You're gonna totally. Okay, me sorry, uh, this is, is not totally, supposed uh, to be a quiz for you. Uh, yeah, I think it's what is an it? An AD associate the associate director, director. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah. so
0: amazing to have that person who's kind of making sure you're not skipping any of those steps yeah
2: and we had a great one on fuller house lex passaris no yeah and lex was unbelievable yeah and so he did
0: only the first few right and then
2: yeah yeah, yeah. and then he uh he just kind of said i'm out um, yeah, he and he's sick of you guys he, you know, no it wasn't that he was just kind of done with showbiz he was just kind of like oh i'm out i'm yeah, done I'm, I'm gonna rest now Yeah, you know because he worked for a long long time yeah uh on a lot a lot of shows you know marla i am so proud of you and Please and i save. hope that's not an insult not at that. all like i appreciate you know, that but i'm so proud of you that you've um you know that you've flourished so much in oh, in thanks. a direction that you should be going in because Thank i've you. always thought you were really smart and like to be a professional kid that's not easy no that's not easy and yeah. you always were. And um I just I just think the world of you because you thank are a full house family and I appreciate thank that. Thank you so much for right being here. Anything you. else you want to talk about? I mean um,
0: should we like gossip about people? We can gossip. Should we about talk people? about people? I don't know like Who Mel do you Samuels? You she's the Who worst. What do you got?
2: Mel Samuels? Oh terrible. Boy. I hear terrible. she's got this company, Mel and Mel. Yeah, that's a, a joke. <laughs> wow. Boy oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see me with a company, Dave and Dave. Yeah,
0: exactly, like That's get over yourself, sure. <laughs> Melanie. I love
2: the company. I love my name so much. I named the company both <laughs> of our names. You know, thank you so much for being here. Thanks
0: for having me on. I was so honored um, when I got your text. I was so excited. Well,
2: you're the perfect guest. You yeah, know, you're the thanks. perfect guest because um, I've known you a long time. Yeah, uh, you've been a part of Full House and Fuller House, mm-hmm. and I just think the world of you. You thank know, you. I think you're so talented, and thanks, and Dave. and uh, uh, I think. I think you're a better comedic actress than you, than you think. Really? Uh, Cause yeah. Cause you make me laugh. Aww, and, and sometimes, uh, you know, that's, that's hard to do. Cause uh, you know, I'm an old curmudgeon at this point. Dead inside. Seen everything. I've yeah. oh, seen everything. <laughs> seen everything. These kids. Are, uh, but of course, Marla, we get to do one more thing before we say goodbye, because it's time for, awe, cut it out. Awe. Cut it out. Of course, every episode of full house had a heartfelt scene and we have, cut out a scene from episode six that we're going to read together. So you got your script. I'll be playing the role of Danny. Okay. And you're going to be playing the role of DJ. So this is from episode six. Here we go. And action. DJ, you are terrific big sister, but no one has put on an act in this house. Now what's, what's bothering you?
0: I don't know. Today was so much fun. You took us horseback riding to the circus, to Marine world, but I kept getting sadder and sadder.
2: Well, what part depressed you the most? The circus clowns or Shamoo? Honey, maybe you were sad for the same reason I was. You were sad too? A little bit. Because the more fun we had, the more I hated to see it end.
0: I just wish we could have days like this all the time. I really love being with you.
2: Well, I love being with you too, but there's no easy answer here. I know, you have to work. Well... I wish I could be in two places at once, but I I just can't.
0: You know, I feel better. You do? Yeah. I mean, we didn't solve anything, but it just talking about it helps. Yeah,
2: it, it helps me too and and you know what, DJ, I promise. I'm going to I'm just going to find more time to spend with you girls.
0: And any time you want to see me, you can always pull me out of school. <laughs> Especially if you want to see me during
2: math class. Ah, now that's a DJ happy face. Come here, you little tennis ball head. And scene (laughs) always brings a tear to my eye. That tear-jerking scene from Full House. Wow. Thank you, Marla, so much for being here, Marla Sokoloff, ladies and gentlemen. I just love Marla. Such a great guest. Great having her here for episode six of Full House Rewind. Here's something interesting about episode six of Full House. This episode was directed by Howard Storm, and I was very excited that he was coming to direct the show. You see, I was a big fan of Robin Williams. I would see Robin all the time at the Comedy Store and the Improv in L.A. when we were doing stand-up. Howard Storm directed 59 episodes of Robin's huge hit TV sitcom, Mork & Mindy. So, being a comedian on a new sitcom, I wanted to hear some of Howard's stories about Robin when he was directing them. What I learned was that Robin would ad lib whenever possible during rehearsals. Tom Miller, one of our executive producers on Full House, was also a producer on Mork and Mindy. So I would start ad libbing during rehearsals and, and run throughs. And if I thought it was funny, the producers would write it into the show. So during rehearsal breaks, I would ask Howard questions about directing Mork and Mindy, and he loved holding court on our stage, telling stories. To gather everyone on the stage, Howard would always say, Settle, please. And then he'd tell one of his stories that lasted a long time. So I started to do an impression of Howard Storm, where I'd say to the cast and the crew, Settle, please. I'd like to tell a story about when I directed Robin Williams on Mork and Mindy. It'll only take about an hour and a half. Well, Howard always laughed at that impression, and we had a great time. He would go on to direct a total of three episodes of Full House, as well as several episodes of Valerie, Head of the Class, and Everybody Loves Raymond. I wonder if Ray Romano ever asked Howard Storm any questions about me and Bob Saget on the set of Full House. Oh, somebody's at the door. Hey, Dave. Hey, it's my buddy, Mr. Woodchuck. Did you just talk about a storm? Uh, Yes, Howard Storm. He directed episode six that we're talking about. Thank goodness. I thought you were saying there was a storm coming. Us woodchucks don't like lightning. (laughs) Why is that? Because lightning bolts can start a fire with... ...wood. You got me. (laughs) Oh, somebody's at the door. Hi, Dave. Hey, Comet. What's going on? I just talked to Mr. Woodchuck. There's a storm coming? No, 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 no. I was just talking about one of our full house directors. Oh, okay, because Mr. Woodchuck seemed kind of scared. I get kind of scared when there's thunder and lightning, too. Comet, there's nothing to worry about, okay? Can I go upstairs and lay down in the room with the pink bunnies? Absolutely. Just don't make a mess. and You have to be quiet up there because we're doing the show. Okay, I'll be quiet. I'm probably going to stop by every day. Love you, Dave. Love you too, Comet. Oh, somebody's here. Oh, it's our neighbor, Granny Tanny. Hello, David. Hi, Granny Tanny. I was watching the show and there's been a lot of talk about TV directors. I know what you're up to. Mm, What am I up to? You're secretly interviewing directors for my spin-off. No, not not really. Don't be coy with me. I'll be streaming to millions of people before you know it. Uh, well? Okay, I gotta go put on my comfortable tennis shoes if I'm gonna be on set with my new show all day. Have your people call my people and tell the big boss I said hello. Bye, David. granny tanner really thinks she's getting a spin-off just one more thing i get to deal with i guess i could kind of use a tanner family hug right now hey you know what let's share a hug together because we close every episode of full house rewind by giving all of you who need it a hug so here it is your full house hug come on bring it in yeah that's better that's our show We'd like to thank our special guest, Marla Sokoloff for stopping by and thank you for listening and watching because you are the heart and soul of Full House Rewind. Never forget that. Now go out there and share the love. So long. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Full House Rewind. To watch clips from the pod, go check out the Full House Rewind Clips YouTube channel at the link in the description and we'll see you next week.